I just don't believe in that too little too late anymore. I, I really think it's if, if you're willing to make the effort and you're late to the game, welcome. Like let's just let's just be better and let's keep getting better because we can. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas, almost. Um, no. Mm-mm. It's here. It's past Christmas. <laughs> Hope everybody had a great Christmas. And sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, so clearly we are recording before Christmas, but this episode will not air until after Christmas. So, Colleen, your holidays are done. Get over it. <laughs> I'm believe me, I'm I I can promise you I am over it. Well, oh my okay. gosh! Welcome to Youth It Here. I am CB. I'm CS. And we yes are pre-recording our New Year's episode. <laughs> yeah, because we like to be prepared. We like to do things right now that our future selves will thank us for. And we like to take our own advice so we don't feel like hypocrites. Totally. Taking our own advice from last week's episode. Look at us. Look at us. Living the not lies. (laughs) Walk in the walk. Okay. So what is good CS? Yeah. I knew it was going to come. You want me to go first? Yeah, because I need to think. Uh, there's so much, obviously, but go go first. So much good. <laughs> uh, my good is that we had our last virtual dance classes last night, which aren't like the most fun thing to do. But my oldest girls who are in high school was like, do you guys want to dance or what do you want to do? Because normally we have like a pizza party and have so much fun together, but we couldn't. And they're like, no, can we play a game? And I was like, oh, sure. And they're like, let's play Kahoot. And I was like, what is Kahoot? Have you heard of this? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So if you go to like Kahoot.it or .net, it's something. It is like these fun trivia online games. So if you're on Zoom altogether, one person shares their screen and then you go to your phones each or your computer or whatever it is and type in like your game pin from the person who shared their screen and hosted the game. And then you're answering the trivia questions from your device and everyone's answering these trivia questions. And then you're literally like playing a game together. And then it like gives you the answers and gives you the winners, but they have every different type of category, like Disney movies to pop culture, to science and their teachers play it with them, like science categories and stuff for school, just for fun. But they have everything and I was like, oh my gosh, this would make like an actual friend Zoom shindig fun because you're just playing an actual game together, like a board game, but via your phones. That's really, that's, learning about that is my good news because my college friends and I, we've played bingo on Zoom, but yeah. you know, you can only play bingo on Zoom so many times. Um, I love learning about this kind of stuff. And I think it's also kind of neat to talk about how 
Like we probably wouldn't even know what Kahoot was if it weren't for COVID-19. And so there you have it. That is good. I know. It was actually very fun. I was like, for all the people who enjoy games together, like board game nights and stuff, I have a group of friends who we do. I was like, let's play this because it was very entertaining. And I literally every category was like an option. So could you play it like with your family at home? Yeah, I think so. If you just had one person's like computer screen or TV, even if you put it on the screen and then you all have your own device to answer. Okay. Then it's pulling in everyone's answers on the big screen together. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, it was fun. So that is my good news. I love it. Me too. Thank you. Great. Thanks so much. Okay, so I'm going to share Angela's good news. All right, Angela. Um, You guys are... Everybody listening is invited to share their good news with us, and we would love to share it on the podcast because um, there's just not enough good news in the world, and so we feel it is our responsibility to share as much good news as possible. And I really love this good news, if I do say so myself. Angela wrote to us, my best friend and I live far apart, so we decided one of the best ways we could stay close and connect was with the two of you. Oh, wow. We tune into your podcast and schedule a weekly follow-up call to talk about our favorite takeaways and how we can incorporate the things we learned and what we want to learn more about. Okay. I mean, no pressure. (laughs) Angela, that makes me feel like I should button up, button up what I'm talking about. (laughs) No, definitely not. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think you're probably the reason she listens. You and your non-buttoning. So maybe they're fact checking us in their conversations. Like these fools don't even know who Jason Sudeikis' wife is or girlfriend. Probably. <laughs> but I feel uplifted by this because it means people are taking away things. And also I love that they are doing something creative in their friendship. I think that's really, really cool. I agree. I saw this meme that was like, I miss my friend so much. But does that mean I actually reached out to them to like communicate or talk? No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like people do. You get so lazy in it because it requires effort. And sometimes you don't want to put in the effort, but we have to put in the effort. So there's your reminder, everyone. Be like Angela and her friend. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. W-W-A-D. What would Angela do? I that's a great question. Whenever well, I hear Angela, I hear put in the effort. Angela from the office. So, Angela, maybe you should send us a picture of yourself so I can differentiate you from her. Anyway, uh, yeah. I was thinking of Angelina Ballerina. Oh, so. no, not me. Okay. okay. All right. Take it from there. Crazy how our vision of something is totally different, which I was trying to think of a good segue transition that wasn't very good. But we are talking about 2020 vision, which is funny because uh, just about a year ago, we were discussing, oh, this new year and all of these opportunities. And I think everyone was on this 2020 vision train and we were reflecting on it a lot. And I think this year has brought us a more clear vision than we, any of us could have anticipated. And it made us focus on a lot of things that are better or maybe more important than like maybe the goal sheet we had or like, what was your word of 2020? Well, I don't know if whatever your word was happened, but hopefully you can reflect on 2020 now 
where it's brought so much to us and taught us so much and gave us clearer vision. Yeah, which is funny, actually. Mm-hmm. Going into Not what we anticipated, but I think when you go through stuff, it it's like putting on the perspectacles. Yeah, and in the future, 2020 is going to be used in a not probably very nice connotation. I saw, or my one of my friends sent me a funny thing about like, it's going to be like the new cuss word, like don't be so 2020. Mm, you know? yeah. But but really, if you're being 2020, that means you must be teaching an awful lot of things. So good for you. Um, I remember yeah. the first time I signed something and whoever was watching me was like, oh, you have to write 2020 and explaining to me because 20 is Broad. yeah, okay, whatever. And I remember thinking, oh, this is just going to be really hard to remember all year. And I thought that was going to be the worst thing about 2020. So that is where I can laugh at myself and remind myself that I literally have no idea what is right in front of me. Totally. <sighs> no, yeah. Nobody does, but that's kind of the coolest part about it. Yeah. I think 2020 is like a teaching year. It taught us so many things for the people who were willing to hear them and learn. Mm-hmm. So we are encouraging everyone to leave this year and go into the next year being more teachable yeah because we learned a lot about ourselves who we are what we want our passions values goals and possibly even thought more about what's missing from our lives because we've been forced to do a lot whole lot of probably thinking and processing and things like that and we we say this often it is what it is, but it becomes what you make it. So that this year was a whole lot of that. And it was a good, um, you know, we could reinforce personally, teenagers were the hardest part for me just because they're, they want to be teenagers and they want to be with their friends and, and they're, they really don't understand even when you explain it to them. And it's hard to explain it when you don't really understand it yourself, but Mm -hmm. in the big picture, we all learned a lot and we benefited from even the hard times of 2020. So what what yeah. better way to start off 2021 than to to like think about that, talk about that. Yeah, and go forward. I think this year definitely I think one of the things I reflect on the most that I appreciated from this year was that it forced people to slow down. Mm-hmm. Because I think especially in the US, I don't know about other countries obviously, but from what it appears is we are so on the hamster wheel of like goals, achievements, get this, do this, get more, have more. We are so like in that realm of life with how we think about work, how we think about jobs, how we think about families, how we think about our houses. Like it's just so more, 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 more. And like, go, 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 go. And just never stop and slow and reflect. And from what I've heard, some people in other countries, like they actually take the time to intentionally eat lunch and socialize at lunchtime and take like mental health time to make themselves better and really enjoy life. And I think that is something a lot of people lack in this country 
Um, I will speak for myself. I am very guilty of it to just like eat something on the go because I want to cram everything in so that I can get it done to go on to the next thing. And this year was definitely like, guess what? Put on the brakes, everyone. And take some time, like slow down and spend time with your family and go through things together that you don't just automatically have a solution or an answer for, or like Google isn't just going to tell you the answer today because everyone's still trying to find the answer or whatever they're looking for. So I think I genuinely appreciated that slow down time for everyone to kind of get off the hamster wheel together where it wasn't like, okay, if I'm getting off the hamster wheel, I'm going to be left behind. And I remember people being like, our kids are going to be behind. And I'm like, what are they behind? Everyone is in this together. Like, so I'm pretty sure on their college resume, it's not going to be like, well, I survived COVID the best (laughs) because my academics were great. Like, I think everyone was forced to calm down a little bit together. I mean, it was nice. And yeah, I felt guilty sometimes of, of how much I enjoyed not attending six baseball games in one day and then as many or more the next. I mean, this one, we still had activities, but it was really nice. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt bad about it. And of course, I'm looking forward to picking life up where we left off, but I just feel like we're going to be so much better when we do, when we're able to do that, I just feel like it's just going to be, it's just going to be. And I think it's going to make people think a lot more like, is this really the life I, like the life I had, did I, do I want that again? Mm -hmm. Not saying you don't with whatever, but just a lot of people, I think you get so stuck in this thing and then it's not until you stop that you realize, holy crap, like, was I even enjoying my life? Like, do I want to go back to that version of my life because I've known so many people and make huge transitions this year because they're like, you know what, why am I doing this? I don't even enjoy where I'm living, where I'm working, what I'm doing, what my kids are doing. Like, yeah. So I think that has opened up hopefully eyes for people that they don't just get sucked right back into something that they didn't love. Yeah. There's no doubt that 2020 was valuable, but hard for everybody at some point or another. So we always like to look at it glass half full or we try to, or we believe that it's possible to. And so I thought of about how we can look back and finally see the rainbow, get it? Like it was raining all year and now we can look back and see the rainbow. Um, And, you know, of lessons, the rainbow of lessons that we might not have even known that we were learning those lessons at that time but we are better and smarter and have come so much farther and are stronger together because of what life threw at us. So I just feel like we, you know, 2021 is might not start out great. I, I don't really know what is about to happen or what's coming, but at least we're better for it. I agree. I also think when we were talking about like them were together I think this year being an election year and very chaotic and stressful and then COVID turning political, I think more than ever, at least we saw the divide of our country Mm -hmm. and it's really sad (laughs) 
to look at and to be a part of. And I think when you start opening your eyes to really how people are treating each other instead of like, we're meant to be social creatures and rely on each other and connect with each other. And like back in the day, we've discussed this a long time ago, but like everyone has their part and all of their parts work together to be the greater whole of a community. And I feel like we've gotten in the mentality where like, it's one for all. And like, well, I can do every part myself. So I don't need anyone else or their opinions or whatever. So like, I will shun you because you're not thinking like me or like me. Anyways, I think it definitely brought out the ugly side of, I shouldn't say it brought it out. I think it's always been there, but I think it's revealed that ugly side Mm -hmm. for a lot of people to be like, wow, like we can't do this anymore. Mm -mm. We are our own worst enemy, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe that's hopefully something we are learning from and seeing that and realizing that people are people and humans and let's connect with people and not worry about what they label themselves as whether that's political or race or anything like they're just humans and let's be better humans together definitely and I think as people and as humans it has been it has become more clear that there are some people who live for change and adventure and, oh, I don't know what's around, but there are a lot of people who are afraid of change. And I think we dedicated an entire episode to something about that. And it's true. And sometimes change can be scary, but it's always coming. I mean, it's, it's going to always be lurking or it's, it's right around the corner. So I think we have discovered that, I mean, Obviously, there's been a lot of heartache and a lot of loss and a lot of lives lost during this pandemic, which is devastating and awful. Um, But we as humans are more flexible than we've ever given ourselves credit for. I mean, Mm -hmm. if if we're still standing and if, if we can look on the bright side going forward, then we're way more adaptive than we thought we were because we're, look at, we made it. Yeah, I think a lot of times we put ourselves in a box of like, Mm -hmm. you know, well, I like this or I can do this or I can't do that, but wow. Yeah, you can like give yourself more credit and try and pivot, adapt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. So that was another takeaway. Um, I think another huge takeaway is educating ourselves about our privilege Mm -hmm. in all areas. I think we learn way more than we would have ever tried to about the inequalities of our country. And I think being willing to learn has been the biggest factor because if you're unwilling to learn, like we can never make any good changes for the better. So I think this year definitely taught us about privilege in so many different ways, but with Black Lives Matter, with Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, all of those horrible situations, it's now more than ever, like, I think our eyes are open to these things. And I think a lot of people had their eyes closed for a very long time 
some people still do, but I think the more we open our eyes and are willing to talk about it and learn about the things that are uncomfortable or make us feel, you know, horrible inside, the better off we can all be. And not just with like white privilege, but with the pandemic, like I can sit here and say, I've enjoyed this slowdown and I've enjoyed this. Well, that's coming from a place of privilege because there's a lot of people who their livelihood is on the line and they're scraping by. They have no money because they can't work or they can't send their kids to school to get an education. They don't have internet to do Zoom. Like there are so many people who are suffering so greatly. And I think knowing your privilege, whatever that is, wherever you are, is really beneficial so that you are aware of it to help other people and to be compassionate and empathetic to other people because I I don't care where, like any of you probably listening, if you have a phone to listen to us talk on a podcast, you are probably coming from some position of privilege right now. And if you can be aware of it and then use it to help, you should. Because so many people are suffering so greatly. And I don't mean people like infected with COVID or like who had the disease, who passed away. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about people whose livelihoods are devastated right now. So take that into account. Be aware of your privilege. I know people got a lot of pushback about white privilege and whatnot. And it's just literally taking a moment to look around. Like, dang, A, I was born with privilege automatically. Like, my life is not made harder because I am white. That's for certain. And my life is not made harder because I'm attracted to men. And my life is not made harder because I was born Christian. Like, there's so many things that I was just born into with privilege that so many people are not. And that it's as simple as that, just recognizing that and then saying, yeah, my life can be hard. I can still go through hard things, but the things I was born into did not make it harder for me. And being well aware of that, being well aware that I have food on my table at night, I have a roof over my head, all of these things, I just think we need to take a look in the mirror. A lot of you probably had tons of presents for Christmas. Like, just recognize it. And it's not that you should feel bad for being who you are or having privilege. It's just being aware and then using that to help other people and to support other people. Because I think that's where we start missing it when we get defensive, because guess what? Nobody's lives are easy, but there are some factors that we do automatically have an advantage and we need to use that for good. And we have, we have seen a lot of that, a lot of good. I mean, we really yeah. have. And for me personally, CB is, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to say, I'm not calling myself stupid, but she taught me a lot that maybe it's just because of the way it was explained to her, it like clicked. And then she explained it in, to me in a way that I could understand it. But, and I'm talking about the very surface level of not agreeing with other people, not even getting into what I was born into or my, what I am privileged to have or whatever. But it really helped me with like within my home, like within the walls of my home. Um, 
because no matter if you're my five-year-old or my 16-year-old, you're a person with feelings. And even if I don't agree with them, or I think that what you just did was really naughty or um, disrespectful, you're coming from somewhere inside of you that felt the need to say or do that thing. And so I really have been trying really hard to like reflect on that. And I think it's the most important work that we can do because then it floods into the world if we do a good job at home and talking about things. I mean, the topics that have come up in our house have been like tear jerkingly beautiful. Um, so, and there is goodness in the world. There really is. Um, and sometimes it's harder to see that, but I mean, there is, and that's, I think there's so much goodness in the world. I think it's just sometimes people like aren't even aware. It's kind of like the beginning of 2020 before George Floyd, like we totally put good into the world, but the awareness we now have yeah. for like how much more we can be doing or learning so that we can help is tenfold what it was just 12 months ago. I think yeah. it's more like you can be doing so good in the world, but be teachable and be able to listen and learn and educate yourself because that's how we really make a difference and then put that into our homes and our kids that are then going to go out into the world and not have to go through this like 2020 upheaval of peeling back all these layers that we didn't know, you know, they're just going to hopefully have a better starting place than we all did. Definitely. And that's, I mean, that's kind of like amazing. I know. So that's cool. I know. I also think talking about that with kids in our home this year has made me realize even more like how important our role as parents is. I think it's very easy to get caught up in like, send your kids to school. That's where they're going to learn everything. Or this is where they'll learn their lessons. But really, it's on us. And I think we see posts all the time about like motherhood being horribly hard and I totally agree, but I also think it should be like, that's the most important job that I personally believe I have, because when I'm gone, that's my thing to society. Like, that's what I gave the world. Mm-hmm. Obviously this awesome podcast too, but like <laughs> I gave the world those humans and I pray to God that they are not jackasses <laughs> and that I did a good job. And I suffered through those painful lessons, like you with teenagers, like when I get there, dang, I'm going to be losing my dang mind. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm wanting to take the brunt of that and go through all that so that they can go out into the world and be good people. And so I think more than ever with people juggling, working from home and kids being home and e-learning and it's a whole crazy thing. But like, embrace that horrible chaos at times because it is probably creating more of a connection with you and your kids than you would have ever had any other way. Absolutely. Like you're forced, you're stuck together. You're forced to go through all this stuff together right now. And dang, maybe your relationships are going to end up like tenfold. Why do I keep saying tenfold, but tenfold (laughs) 
what they would have been if they would have just had a normal school and sports year and like not at home very much. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say this. My mom made a comment last night or, well, I guess it was a couple weeks ago now. Um, She said, your kids are so good at keeping their masks on because we had to wait because the capacity at this restaurant, we had to kill time while my son had basketball and there's so many rules and there's arrows on the floor and you can't touch and you can't, I mean, it's, it's, but my mom said, I mean, they were in the lobby and she goes, not one of them is complaining. And I, I said, I, I hate it, but also I'm, I'm so thankful at how, what's, what is it that kids are resilient? how resilient they are. They're so much stronger than we give them credit for. They have so much more to offer us than we ever knew that they could. And I, um, I, I have a cricket and I've been making some things and I decided to reflect on what is the thing that my kids said the most in 2020. And it's funny because the oldest is just stop talking and um, I printed it on a shirt for him. And then my second is relax. These are things they would say to me. And the just stop, stop talking thing was because I wasn't just going to fight with him to fight with him this year. I wanted to have an understanding. And he is the kid that does not want to have this conversation. So he would say to me, just stop talking. Just stop talking. So he's going to love it and laugh because we joke about it now too. And I'm like, listen, I really want to know where you're coming from because your feelings actually do matter to me. So it kind of made me yeah. And then Danny yeah. would tell me to relax, relax. And I know that's a thing people say, but like he really meant it. And he, yeah. he really wanted to help me. And so there's so much more to learn from the people that we love if we, if we want to learn. I mean, there's teachable moments every minute of every single day. And totally. to think that there's nothing to learn is like, that is such a waste of life. And I yeah. feel like I'm really just learning that, honestly. This business has taught me that. And what we do has taught me that, which I'm really thankful for. But I mean, there's just never, I just don't believe in that too little, too late anymore. I, I really think it's, if, if you're willing to make the effort and you're late to the game, welcome. Like, let's just, let's just be better and let's keep getting better because we can, we can keep getting better and put yeah. the important things in our lives first and then just flood the world with kindness and then, you know, benefit from the kindness. Yeah. Yeah. I really love that you said that about learning from our kids and understanding them because these kids have not had an easy year. And like some of them, I don't know, people might say like, oh, they're acting out or whatever. No, they're going through a lot of crap. Like, They are expected to sit in front of a computer, some kids, for hours and pay attention and figure, like, I can't do that. Why in the world would I expect my child to be able to do that? Like, they are going through a ton of stuff. And then if they have parents who are then going to punish them for not paying attention or acting out or whatever, it's like, we have to take an account our children's feelings and teenagers, like my dance students, this is really hard on them, especially kids not in school. Your kids went to school for most of the year, which is great so far. Um, But all these kids who aren't in school, like give these kids a break, whether that's the teachers, I've heard some horror stories, whether that's the parents expecting straight A's from kids who are 
at home on Zoom calls all day. Like, what in the world? I am just happy if my kid ends this year just happy. Like, I could give two craps about whatever grade my kid's going to end up getting if my kid is just okay. Absolutely. Right? It's like, we have to remember that these kids, their feelings do matter. And like, maybe if they're acting out, maybe that's because they are having a hard time inside. Like they, we always say like, hurt people, hurt people. Well, it's the same with our kids right now. Like them, if you want to call it acting out, I don't really like saying that, but like, whatever, maybe they're acting totally different or rude or whatever. Well, it's probably because something's going on inside of them that they don't really know how to process and they don't know any other way to show it, especially little kids. Like they don't know Mm -hmm. how to just be like, so mom, I'm really having a hard time handling this pandemic. (laughs) You know, it's going to come out in other ways. So it's like these children who, and these are children who are like, have access to the internet and access to food and all these things, mind you. Like, let's take a minute and validate our children and talk to them and be like, how is this for you? You know, like this might not be fun right now. And like, I get that. And I am feeling this way too. Like how Colleen's saying, I want to understand. I don't want to just fight. Boom. Like you're understanding then what led to this reaction or this thing instead of just fighting and like punishing a kid it's like they are humans also and we can respect them and talk to them like they are humans and not uh, like these inferior beings that should just follow all of our rules and be a certain way and be perfect right now. It's like, dang, I, we need to cut them some slack. Yeah. So bravo, Colleen. Great job. There, well, there is a balance of, you know, the, I do believe in, not just respecting your elders. I believe in respecting everybody. So that's a lesson, you know, but um, there's, I mean, parenting is a balancing act. My college friends and I were joking the other day via text about, and I'm not, I'm not saying that you don't learn things in school. We obviously learn a lot of things in school, but I don't remember anything. I pretty much learned my whole life. You retain what you're interested in. Well, very little. I think it was just your your mind is growing and changing. And so when you look at it that way with our kids this year, their minds grew and their minds changed and maybe even more so. And they're not going to be behind and we can't let them think that they're going to be behind because then we're just setting them up to be scared. And this has already been a scary enough year. We just need to be nicer to each other. And we're we're just so lucky that we have each other and you know, I remember a couple months ago I had, I really don't even remember what happened, but you, like, I was really, I had a really, really bad day and I felt really overwhelmed and you were like, okay, go set a timer for an hour and get that done, that get that thing done. And I felt guilty doing it because I like to get those things done when like the kids are busy at home, not when I can be working but we have to we have to offer grace to each other and 2020 has taught us a lot and i'm thankful for all the things it taught us yeah and grace to yourself just like mm-hmm. that it's like we put so much pressure on ourselves and sometimes it's like guys guess what you're surviving right now like mm-hmm. and good like good for you because it's not easy on anybody and so 
to think that you should be like Wonder Woman at the end of the day and like some things you just got to communicate and allow yourself to just be like, do I weirdly feel guilty that I didn't cook dinner at all this week? Like for a minute, I almost did. And then I'm like, no, it's literally like we're moving. We're demoing a kitchen. It's almost the holidays. It's, I don't care. My husband doesn't care. Why do I feel guilty? Like I shouldn't. So if you're having any of those little twinges of guilt, I mean, listen to last week's episode if you didn't and remind yourself what's really important at the end of the day. It was not a home cooked meal this week. And to be honest, my Buffalo chicken blue cheese sliders were better than what I was going to make anyways. (laughs) And I'm thrilled to have a leftover for lunch today. (laughs) I'm so excited to go heat up my chili. I can't even wait. I know. I I really, also, I know we say to share good news, but if you guys have anything to share with us about something you learned in 2020, we would really love to hear that. And I am very excited to report because we're, we have gotten so much smarter and better about planning ahead a little bit. And some of our new 2021 um, things that you will see soon are parallel with what we've learned in 2020 or They've just kind of, they're inspired by what we've learned. And I'm really excited about them. So we're excited. That was not a plug. But speaking of plugs, you can rate our podcast five stars if you want (laughs) to add value to us and our lives and give it meaning. So thank you. No pressure. Oh, I love that plug. So good. Um, Yes. Okay. What else? Um, what have we learned? Be adaptive. We're more flexible than we think. We're capable of more than we think. Um, you know, respect everybody mm-hmm. and listen to understand. We've talked about this. Um, I mean, we could say this a million times over, but life is precious. And be grateful for what we have and who we have in our lives now. Yes. There's a lot of people who lost loved ones this year, but there's a lot of people who lose loved ones every single year. So it's, it's no different than any other year. I mean, it's different, obviously, but what I'm saying is people lose people all the time and for a varying different reasons. And hopefully it doesn't take a pandemic for us to remember to treat everyone in our lives with care and like they are precious because tomorrow could be done. My husband was like obnoxiously trying to hug me the other day, but like wasn't doing it out of love. It was more like he was trying to irritate me. And so I pulled away and he was like, you know what? One day you're going to look around and be like, I just wish I could hug my husband right now. And he's gone. And I was like, Oh my God, who says that? But you're right. You morbid jerk. (laughs) He was like, he's like, see, I told you, you're going to wish you, you took that hug from me. And I was like, you're right. I I will. I will do that. But stop annoying me now. (laughs) But it's so true. It's like, you just don't know. So whoever you love and are interacting with, like Angela, Put in effort with your friends. Put in effort with your family members. Like, especially if we're not seeing a lot of people this year, go the extra smile. I was gonna. I was knew you were gonna say that. I was gonna say mile, but smile, and 
make those connections because a lot of people are alone. Like we have our families to hunker down with that we've been through this all or have like your small circle, but some people are alone. Reaching out to someone could mean a lot more to them than you realize, I guess is what I'm saying. Because you might be like, oh, I'm sick of talking to people because my kids have asked me a million questions today. But someone else might be like, oh, I just wish I could talk to someone today. Yeah. And think about things too. I mean, if it's not obvious, have you gotten closer with people, even if it's just via text or, you know, DMs or whatever? Playing Kahoot. Or playing Kahoot or whatever it may be. Because I bet if you think really hard about it, if you've made if you've made the effort even to just entertain yourself with the company of other people virtually, I bet that you have technically gotten closer with people you might not have otherwise. So um, that's good. And we like good things more than bad things. Oops, sorry. Uh, yes, I love it. Okay, great. You Yay. wrote this, no more excuses for not having enough time. And I love that. And I was just talking about this with a friend that like, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's just how we choose to spend them. Mm -hmm. And those are our own life choices. And we need to be held accountable for our life choices. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that sleep is essential to a happy life. Okay, guys? In the 24 hours thing, I mean, you know. I mean, trying to teach your teenagers about how important sleep is. I can't. Let's, you know, this can't go on all day. So we better, we better wrap it up. All right. So, guys, those are our main reflections Mm -hmm. from 2020 thus far. I think we'll have a lot more, and we probably have a lot more that we could think of, but Mm -hmm. we won't continue to ramble, but you should send us your reflections of 2020. Mm -hmm. And hopefully all of these teachable moments you have had go into next year with you so that whatever 2021 brings our way, we are adaptable and taking it in and respecting each other and learning so that we can do better and be better. Amen. And we love each and every one of you. Thank you for making this year wonderful for us because you are all a part of our every kind family and we appreciate each and every one of you we really happy almost new year yep new opportunities new everything just knew it might be same opportunities (laughs) but maybe a new reaction to it roll with the punches people All right. Bye, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.